Our first reading on this Sunday comes from the 38th chapter of Job. Then out of the storm, the Lord spoke to Job. Who are you to question my wisdom with your ignorant, empty words? Stand up straight and answer the questions I ask you. Were you there when I made the world? If you know so much, tell me about it. Who decided how large it would be? Who stretched the measuring line over it? Do you know all the answers? What holds up the pillars that support the earth? Who laid the cornerstone of the world? In the dawn of that day, the stars sang together and the heavenly beings shouted for joy. Who closed the gates to hold back the sea when it burst forth from the womb of the earth? It was I who covered the sea with clouds and wrapped it in darkness. I marked a boundary for the sea and kept it behind bolted gates. I told it, so far and no further, here your powerful waves must stop. Job, have you ever in all your life commanded a day to dawn? Have you ordered the dawn to seize the earth and shake the wicked from their hiding places? Daylight makes the hills and valleys stand out like the folds of a garment, clear as the imprint of a seal on clay. The light of day is too bright for the wicked and restrains them from deeds of violence. Have you been to the springs in the depth of the sea? Have you walked on the floor of the ocean? Has anyone ever shown you the gates that guard the dark world of the dead? Have you any idea how big the world is? Answer me if you know. Do you know where the light comes from or the source of darkness, what it is? Can you show them how far to go? Or can you send them back? I'm sure you can, because you're so old and were there when the world was made by me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Pastor Tony in my pastor's office, coming to you with another St. Paul Morgantown podcast. Uh, Today's reflection, uh, it's Wednesday, so we will keep with the tradition as it is now established. And this is the third time in a row, so... I don't know if there's any breaking it, you know how Lutherans are, uh, of looking at this week's upcoming text um, that, uh, that we'll hear on Sunday, a uh, passage from the book of Job, the story about Job, the suffering he undergoes, the questioning about why it is happening, where is God in the midst of it, and, uh, and I think a reminder. So uh, a reminder, of course, about what scripture really can and perhaps should sound like when it comes alive off the page for us. Sorry if I startled anyone by yelling there, but um, I usually reserve yelling for middle school football players. But in this case, I will make an exception. Uh, God is a little bit miffed at, at Job's questioning of the situation that, that he is undergoing. And uh, God, God sets things straight and uh, reminds Job that Job is Job and God is God. And uh, we'll get more into that during the Sunday sermon because it's one of those lessons that is both humbling and useful uh, for us as not only Christians, but really all of creation, all of the created order uh, that is that is underneath the creator, the Lord God. Um, but just for today, let's just sit with that, that reminder um, that I was able to get this week and that hopefully came through a little bit in my reading there from Job or yelling at times that scripture is is best when it is active. Um, these are stories, uh, but they're not dry tales just sitting on a page for us to kind of, you know, mumble and meander through. Imagine how different that would have sounded, you know. Then out of the storm, the Lord spoke to Job. Who are you to question my wisdom with your ignorant, empty words? Stand up straight 
Answer the questions I ask you. Were you there when I made the world? It just, it just doesn't have the same, um, the same impact uh, upon the hearer. And I think upon even us when we are the ones reading the Bible uh, to ourselves. So even with your internal monologue, your internal voice, go ahead and, and fill in the gaps. You know, make, make this story come alive and it will have the, the desired impact that it's really supposed to have. You know, for a lot of these um, points of scripture, the idea of reading them is really secondary to the idea of hearing them. You have to remember that for most of human history, um, the vast majority of the population, including the worshiping population, were illiterate. They didn't have copies of the Bible that they could read at home. Well, one, because you know there was no way to do it economically, but, but also secondarily to that, um, they couldn't read it if they had it. So they relied on, on really the words and even we could call it the performance of readers to lay the story out for them and to do it in a way that was engaging and insightful and really was bolstered in meaning by the way that it was presented. So the uh, the New Testament epistles, the letters, um, they would have been written, they would have been read, and, and likely some of them would have been read by Paul's own companions who would have ferried the letters to the various churches and known exactly where the emphasis was to go on each and every uh, sentence and, you know, where to use joy, where to use righteous anger, where to use sarcasm, uh, where to use humor, whatever it is, um, because that would have all had a, uh, a source of meaning underneath it, too. The Gospels themselves, particularly the Gospel of Mark um, being the shortest, but really all the Gospels, were also, in a sense, performative pieces. Um, not, as far as we know, originally chopped up into uh, in, in certainly not in verses and chapters, but even more so, not just into the individual stories, they would have been offered before assembled gatherings of believers, probably in totality. Um, people, and even people to this day, but especially in the time of great evangelization, would have memorized the Gospels like Mark, and they would have stood out in front of everyone, and they would have recited it. Uh, story by story, line by line, the way we think of it, and engage people in the story of Jesus Christ uh, through the speaking and hearing of God's word. So for today's uh, takeaway, it's it's only going to be that. Open up scripture and make sure that you fully open up the words of scripture, that you let all the emotion and everything that comes along with the stories and the people therein um, to really be a part of what you're experiencing when you enter into God's word. And with that, I will wish you a wonderful rest of your day. God bless you and talk to you soon. Bye-bye.